Hi, this is Carmen. And this is Brittany. From BioBell Beekeeping. And this is our first buzz cut, a bi-weekly mini-sode. Yes, we made that word up. Did we make that word up? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Where we answer your questions, feature a local business and their honeybee-inspired products, and discuss any upcoming events and or topics for our next episode. So... Um, without further ado, we had a couple questions from our last, well, from our first um, podcast, and we will answer those now. Ready, go. <laughs> yes. So the first question we received said, if I feed my colony with sugar syrup and there is a virgin queen bee in that colony, do the bees kill the virgin? So I honestly don't know the answer to that. I've never heard heard of that being a thing that doesn't Me mean either. it's not a thing maybe for all we know they'll kill her I don't know but we wanted to put that out there to you guys anyone listening have any thoughts on that does that sound like something that happens have you heard of that please like shoot us a message or leave it in a comment yeah to our knowledge no and a quick google search did not reveal much so no but let us know in the comments <laughs> okay um and our next question was let me see do i need to paint the exterior of my hives or can i use oil to treat the outside any suggestions so for me i tried both my first year and what i found is putting, well, I use cedar oil on one of my hives and it got some mold. Like it was, it was kind of damp. I can tell, um, to me, I, from now on, will probably just use exterior paint on all of my hives because I mean, that's what we put on our wooden houses. It makes sense to me that that's what we should put on wood that goes in our yard. And yeah. So I, I suggest yes to paint the hives. I, when I first started, I was kind of afraid to do it because someone that was trying to teach me stuff about bees was kind of just against, you know, like <laughs> the typical hive stuff. So they were saying it's more gentle I mean, it's gentler on the bees and just better in the end if I use oil on my wooden wear. So um, anyway, I tried that. I think if we do that, maybe uh, maybe there's a way to use some sort of sealant or something. I don't know. I even tried um, burning, um, burning the wood on one of my mediums and it also started to rot. It just didn't do very well. So maybe it depends on the environment that you're in, but it can be very wet and damp here in Chattanooga. So I think maybe doing a little bit more research in um, on the area that you're in could be helpful too. Yeah, for sure. I would say if you are going to do something untraditional like oil or wood burning, just make sure you use some kind of exterior clear coating on it. I personally use exterior house paint, like Carmen was saying, on my hives. Um, it's just a weatherproof house paint that's literally the same house paint that's on my house. Um, and that's worked out good for me. But yeah, just make sure it's weatherproof. Yeah. 
Cool. And our next question is, what do you recommend trying to catch a swarm in your first year of beekeeping? <laughs> I say, well, <laughs> yeah, I, go for it. Yeah, definitely. Why not? Um, it's not, it would be nice if you could bring somebody with you, but I got, I like, I probably had seven or eight people contact me about swarms last year and I went to five of those well I went to all of them because I like to look and see you know like first I have them send me pictures and a video one of them was um hornets so I didn't go out to that one but you know people a lot of people just don't don't know they can't recognize honeybees so just something to think about if you do decide to do that um, just make sure people send you a video or photos first. So you can ID that they're actually honeybees and then go from there. Yeah, for sure. And don't go for a swarm that's in a tree higher than you are comfortable climbing. (laughs) For sure. (laughs) I actually had one that just this gigantic ladder that was extended all the way. And I could not go up that ladder. Oh gosh. Yeah. (laughs) I just, I looked and I was like, I can't do it. But the guy actually did it. And if you follow me on Instagram, you'll see the video that he took of it. So that was kind of cool. And they were bees, honeybees, but yeah, they're still there as far as I know. Yeah. That was a cool video. Y'all should check it out. Um, I only caught one swarm last year in my first year. Fortunately for me, it was literally on the ground on the tire of a car. Um, yeah, but <laughs> it was fun. Don't let being new scare you. Um, like Carmen said, if you can take someone more experienced with you, do that. That would definitely be beneficial. I spent way too many hours catching my first swarm because I didn't have anyone more experienced with me. I was on and off the phone with my mentors and my husband had to go back and forth to the house to get more gear. It was quite the mess, <laughs> but we got the bees and it was an incredible learning experience. And I say definitely don't shy away from any learning experience just because you're a beginner. Yes. And I definitely suggest a swarm kit. I, yes, it, when it's time, um, I've created a swarm kit to keep in my car. So that is a great idea. Don't be like me and leave half your gear at home. (laughs) Yeah, it's pretty important. And um, I definitely want to maybe talk about that in the future, talk about a swarm kit and what would be, what would be in there. Maybe that could be a topic in the future. Yeah, for sure. And our last question is a comical question. Someone said, what do you say (laughs) most beekeepers have buzz cuts? (laughs) (laughs) um no I don't know I don't know (laughs) maybe some but we do not so yeah there you go (laughs) try again (laughs) try again next time but do most beekeepers have bangs that they cut themselves yes (laughs) now yes I do cut my own bangs so I would say that's yes Okay, so the next thing we want to talk about in our little buzz cut is highlighting a business um, and a recipe or like coffee or drink or alcoholic beverage um, or just some sort of recipe that they use in their business. And the business we're featuring today is a Chattanooga-based coffee shop named Be Caffeinated. And Be Caffeinated is awesome. They are so supportive of the community. Um, they're doing such great things and 
they have something called a give back where they raise money for a chosen local nonprofit one month out of the year. And they actually did it for Nougat Queen Bee this month. And it's just been amazing. Um, so I went to taste their honeybee latte um, at a lavender. I think they have the honeybee latte and then a lavender honeybee latte. And even though I'm getting over COVID and I cannot taste, you can probably hear in my voice. <laughs> um, well, you can't hear that I can't taste things, but you can maybe hear I'm <laughs> ingested. Um, but I could taste, I could taste it today. <laughs> it was so good. So I will be sharing pictures of that deliciousness and you can maybe guess what's in it. Um, but we'll, we've actually asked them a few questions about it and we will be posting that on our Instagram. So you'll be able to like, just wish that you were drinking it when you see the photos. <laughs> yes. Cool. All right. Um, another thing is any upcoming bee events. And I just wanted to share that the Tennessee Beekeepers Association, so it's the state association, um, they voted to move the date of their conference. And they've recently said um, that they've chosen March 4th and 5th to do their new conference and it's in Murfreesboro which is really weird to say but hopefully you understood what I said Murfreesboro boro b-o-r-o and it's in <laughs> it's in East Tennessee the conference like the two days for the conference I think it's like 60 bucks if you're not a member and if you are I think it's 40 um, but you can go to the website if it's something that you're interested in, even if you're in North Carolina or any adjacent state, it wouldn't be hard to get there. And we, can, like... we can uh, link that website in our show notes as well. Okay, cool. Um, and also Nuka Queen B is having our Zoom speaker series at the end of the month. And I'm really excited about the speaker. She did some bee research. She's an entomologist. She did some bee research in Spain. And we're still deciding what we're going to discuss. So if you're interested in learning more about that, um, just follow along Nuga Queen Bee on Instagram, and I'll be posting that information. And last but not least, um, did you have anything to add to that that you know of, Brittany? No, I don't think so. Okay. Um, the topic for the next episode is about community. Um, finding and building community in the beekeeping world, how we've done it for ourselves and how we try to do it with our communities. So just, yeah, that's what the next podcast will be, ab be about. Yep. Stay tuned in two weeks and uh, happy Valentine's Day, everybody. This is coming out on Valentine's Day. Yay. <laughs> that's sweet. Send, can... a, send a lovey bee pun to your Valentine. Yeah, and make a lavender honeybee latte. Oh, yes. That'll win them over. It'll be delicious. For yourself. <laughs> All right. Cool. Well, well thanks so much for listening. We'll Thank catch you, you next time. Bye. Bye.